Today's listener question comes from Chronosphere Fiction. Which stars have gooey caramel centers and why? Well, since we live in the Milky Way, they all do. I shouldn't have to tell you this. God. The following podcast is a presentation of Project Entertainment Network. Don't be scared now, but it looks like you just wandered straight into you mind country. That's you mind, short for unaffiliated mind games, and you ain't never gonna be the same again. Brace yourself, it's time for red hot truth injection. Oh yeah, that's right, bitch. we're rounding up the sheeple and shaking them awake. You mind, too damn bad. We're gonna set fire to the wool over your eyes. Feel the burn, baby. Hot. We're toppling the lies of the lamestream media, one by one. Woo-wee! Watch them bad boys fall. Hey, Universe A, this is Universe B calling, and we're going to tear you a new one. You mind? Hey, everyone. Um, it's me, Napoleon Doom. Um, so there's this thing that's been happening. It's kind of weird, but you know, what isn't in my life lately? Um, so, so I have this electric toothbrush, right? Um, and when I wake up in the morning, uh, when I wake up and brush my teeth, um, I've been seeing this creepy thing in the mirror. Um, big bulbous head, pale skin, black eyes, and no smart asses, it's not my reflection. I already know I'm going to have to field those questions in the comments. Anyway, um, so I use my electric toothbrush and I see this thing in the mirror um, behind me. But when I turn around, there's nothing there. Uh, and, and I know what it sounds like, but I, I legitimately think this toothbrush is vibrating my head at just the right frequency to where I'm able to see into another dimension. I've been trying to communicate with the entity. Um, I've been able to get it to respond to me, kind of. Honestly, it seems to just get bored after a while and, I don't know, phase out. So today, it left me this weird cryptic message, and I know it sounds crazy, uh, but I think it's a Skype username. I checked it and sent a friend request, and they accepted. So tonight, we're going to try to commune with the entity. Yeah, so um, here goes. Connect. Uh, it's ringing. Oh wow. It's ringing. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh. Wow. Can you hear me? Y yeah, yeah. Um, it's just. Uh, wait. Are you skyping from the bathroom? 
I'm in the bathroom, but I'm not actually going to the bathroom. My physiological needs don't require me to defecate. No, 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 no. I, I don't care about that. But it looks like you're in my bathroom. Yes, the reception is better in here. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Does it matter? Our communications before were always conducted in this room. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but you were always in the mirror, and now you're, like, sitting on my toilet. Y you know, why don't I just come back there and... Do not enter this room! I thought you said you weren't going. I'm not. I just need my space. Okay. I mean, normally I'd respect that and all, but you're in my apartment. Yes. I go wherever you go. In a Michael Myers kind of way, or what? You could say that, as part of my duties include the orchestration of your apparent demise. <laughs> I'd really rather you didn't just yet. Your memory has been fading for some time now, has it not? How could you know that? I'll watch you, furiously recording the events of each day into your phone, trying to delay the inevitable by creating a feeble catalog of remembrances for yourself to rely upon. Yeah, I, I got the idea from... Memento? No, that Adam Sandler movie, Fifty First Dates. I liked it, okay? Yes, I remember you cried at the end. I was moved. I've never understood your devotion to the false worlds of cinema. Speaking of which, <laughs> has anyone ever told you kind of look like one of the guys from Communion? No. You're the first person I've revealed myself to in a very long time. Yeah, that movie scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. I was so afraid I wouldn't get out from under the covers for anything. Even to use the bathroom, as I recall. You used to wet the bed. Well, I was just a kid. But you weren't. You might remember yourself that way, but you haven't been a child for over a century. Some part of you must know that. Who are you? In your actual childhood, you dubbed me Marco A. Shatter. Why would I do that? Oh, perhaps because of my penchant for breaking mirrors. You have something against mirrors? For those who know how to use them, mirrors are portals. A way for those who care to, to keep watch over their quarry. That's where I first saw you. No, that wasn't the first time. But I suppose your memories of that have faded as well. Okay, so let me backtrack here. If you must. I'm over a century old, and we're like old buddies or something. Not exactly, but go on. And my memory loss, which no one is supposed to know about, thank you very much, uh, is going to keep getting worse, and then you're going to kill me. No. I will merely orchestrate your apparent death to oh. satisfy the mortals. Okay, great. Wait, what? 
You can ramble into your phone all you like, but your mind will continue to slip from your grasp until one day you'll find it quite lost. Neat, I guess. Then it will be my task to create a new life for you with new memories, new friends, new family members. And everyone's just gonna go along with it? Like the Truman Show? If we must speak in film references, yes, it's quite a lot like that. So what, are you paying them? Hmm. No. There are others like you, centuries old and even older, their minds in various stages of slippage. Some more suggestible than others, but all quite malleable to my will. So, this is just an experiment to you? Are, are you like an alien or something? I told you before, I'm the first draft. Of what? Of you. I and those like me were the first attempt by entities existing beyond the entrapments of this physical dimension to communicate with meat puppets like you. So, if you're the first draft... Yes? What went wrong with you guys, if I may ask? We were too divergent from the flesh-locked. They either couldn't comprehend our message or they were afraid. So, what number draft am I? My people sought out humans who could create the most suitable hosts for those beyond your physical realm to project themselves into. You mean, I got body snatched back in the day and I just don't remember it? No. The first human hosts were capable of channeling the transdimensionals for short periods of time. Does this dimension have a name? Does your dimension have a name? <laughs> no. There are many dimensions who seek a foothold in this world. Unfortunately, the human hosts could not hold contact with the entities long enough to allow them meaningful influence in this plane. So, what did you do? My people begin to influence the most viable specimens among the flesh-locked into coupling with one another. Like alien hybrids or something? Can we just drop the whole alien thing? I'm not an alien, okay? I was born on this planet just like you. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. The couplings produced very human children. Some of whom, after several generations, were capable of housing transdimensional entities within themselves. So, there are aliens... Transdimensionals... Right, uh, wandering around inside of human bodies. Correct. By merit of their union, they enjoy the ability to manipulate living aether. Like, they're magical? In a manner of speaking. They also receive near immortality. Near immortality? I'll get to that. But the flesh vehicles in this realm proved weak. Their mind's only capable of holding on to memories for seven decades or so. A normal human lifespan. Correct. And thus my people became the caretakers of those whose minds had faltered, transplanting them into new lives with new histories. But why? What's the point? Because their influence in this world, their ability to manipulate living aether around them, manifests change. Change that will encourage a more united existence for all entities and access to the universal accumulations of wisdom gathered by all. The Akashic Records? 
You're talking about accessing the Akashic Records. Humans make pitiable attempts to compile their knowledge on the internet. But imagine being able to tap into the teachings of worlds that existed in a time before humanity was even a thought. Okay, great. It sounds like a good time for all, and the porn selection's probably legendary. Indeed. But what was that part about near immortality you said before? The bodies that house transdimensionals can heal almost any illness or injury, but should they be broken beyond repair? Like set on fire or something? No, that's usually okay. More like molecular unbinding. Oh. Huh. Does that happen often? There are species that have such capabilities lurking in the human periphery. So, what happens then? The transdimensional must wait until another vessel presents itself. How long does that take? It could be a matter of mere days. Well, that's good. Conversely, it could take several centuries. Oh. Well, let's hope for the first one, right? There are ways to hurry the process along. Unfortunately, the results can be unwieldy. Could you elaborate? My people... The first drafts? Yes. We are capable of manipulating the flesh. You say that word a lot. What? Flesh. So? I, I mean, you've already said it like four times. Fine. May I continue? It's just not a word that comes up in casual conversation, that's all. We can rewrite the language of your blood. Like DNA? Yes. We have supremacy over the meat. Ooh, that's, that's worse. What? Actually. Meat, as opposed to flesh. Ugh, semantics. Sorry. Regrettably, the corporeal forms which we mold while still capable of housing transdimensionals tend to go quite mad without constant supervision. Well, glad there aren't any of them around, am I right? No, actually. Oh. Uh, you mean, uh, me? My bad. I actually was under duress at the time, if you care to let me explain. Is that why we kind of look like each other? We look nothing like each other. I look nothing like you. Did we lose connection? No, I, I'm still here. I just kind of... Uh, it's a lot to process. Do they always go mad? Don't worry. After this little meeting of ours is adjourned, I'll remove your memory of this conversation. Could you wait until after I edit and upload it? What? For the podcast, you know? You wish to make this public? I mean, yeah. It's not like anyone listens to this anyway. Then why do you do it? You know what you are saying before about humans trying to replicate the Akashic Records? I see. I suppose I could allow you to upload this. You'll probably forget all about it on your own in a couple of weeks anyway. Yeah, thanks. Well, it's the truth. Are you going to be in the bathroom much longer? Oh, do you have to void? No, though I, um, I was going to draw a bath, maybe. Um, let all of this sink in. I'll start the water for you. Okay, everyone. Guess that's a wrap.
Bye. No thanks to Marco, but a special thanks to our Indiegogo donors, Vanessa Cook-Farmer, Sharon L. Marca, Quintel Langford, and Yvonne Shamis. You can support our Indiegogo campaign and help us give back to the actors and musicians who make Creeping Wave possible. And special thanks to Savage C. Walnar, who does the opening of every show. He's amazing. We couldn't do it without him. And Ethan Mixell, who is the composer of the You Mind theme song, Demilitarized Zone. Wow. We love it. You love it. And you love Patreon. Patreon.com slash LucidNap is where you can go to support the show if you're so inclined with monthly donations or small one-time donations at buymeacoffee.com slash LucidNap. Or you can even go to my personal website, lostbreadcomic.com. You can buy my comics. You can buy stickers. You can buy all sorts of crazy prints and different things. Or commission a work of your own, but not right now because I'm kind of working on Creeping Wave Radio. Yeah, Creeping Wave Radio is this show that we do. And if you follow us on all of our social media links, you're going to get updated. That great big jerk, Marco A. Shatter, is a character from Creeping Wave Radio. Yes, that's right. If that episode kind of left you scratching your head, well, you should listen to Creeping Wave Radio, and all will be answered. And Creeping Wave Radio? Well, let me tell you a little bit about it. It's a, it's a audio drama. It's spectacular. We use a bunch of uh, local and independent musicians and performers to make it all happen. It's like an old-time radio show. It's an ongoing story. We're on season 3.5, and you really want to get in there. You want to take a listen to the episodes we already have up online, which you'll find links in the description, because you want to get caught up for the new season. You know what, though? Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Whatever you're doing. And, most importantly, thank you so very, very much to our sweet, cuddly, lovable, angelic, Pinchy Little Faces from America Show, Nikki Benfield, and Neil, the lovable Neil. But they're all pretty lovable. And you know what? You can be lovable, too, when you give to Patreon. But only if you're able to. Don't, like, you know, tax yourself, because we're all having a hard time right now, right? All right. The You Mind is brought to you by LucidNet Productions in cooperation with a scary old man. I'm not that scary. Don't I don't so. try to be, but I just am. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Welcome to Wild Speculation, a podcast where each episode is a short story that explores one of the many strange, wonderful, and sometimes disturbing worlds of speculative fiction. You can find us at wildspeculation.buzzsprout.com, on the Project Entertainment Network, and wherever else you find podcasts. So sit back, enjoy the story, and let your imagination run Wild. This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network. Uh, hey there. I'm Napoleon Doom, the showrunner for the Creeping Wave Radio audio drama. And this is my boss, Scratch. Hello, mortals. How goes the slow descent into oblivion? Now get off, Scratch. <laughs> We're currently working on season 3.5 of Creeping Wave. Why 3.5? You know, life got in the way, I guess. Which is why we're here. 
Up until now, our cast, featured musicians, and score artists have all taken part in our production as volunteers. We're incredibly grateful to you and really want to give back to everyone from the very beginning who's given their time and energy to this project. And that's why we're asking for your help. I've been saving up trying to put together a thank you gift for past and present participants on Creeping Wave Radio, but circumstances being what they are, it's not going as fast as we'd hoped. So we're asking for your help to show support for our amazing talent who make each episode possible. We're putting in $666 ourselves to let you know we're serious about this. Wait, 666? No, no, no. You can't do that. And why not? It's because... Um, uh, it's because I'm adding $1,001 to the pot. So it's actually 1667, a much less evil number. Ah, yes. The year Milton's Paradise Lost was signed into publication. Sure, I guess. Um, we have flexible goals with the money donated to be split up in accordance to the document attached. Every dollar helps. Our perks include original signed art prints from the show, exclusive sticker sets, acrylic charms, and comics. There is a Creeping Wave comic? No. They're Lost Bread and Horrorgasm comics. But I, I mean, they tie into the same storyline sort of the origins of the series, you know? How disappointing. Look, Creeping Wave comics are in the works, okay? Are they? Uh, you know, maybe let's just take care of our actors first. <laughs>